Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. The thing about it is, if you're there where God said to go, relax. Quit pushing. Quit trying to make something happen. That's the matter with most people now. They're trying to make it happen. You can't make it happen. God does. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, listen closely to Ken Hagan's timely message. And God said to him in Genesis 35, 1, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there. He didn't say go by. He said go and dwell there. We're always going back to Bethel for refreshing when we need to go to Bethel, the place of blessing, and dwell there. There is not a particular emotional experience. In fact, if God says go there, you go there, whether you feel like it or whether you don't feel like it. Whether you're excited or whether you're not excited. Now, it can't be an exciting time if you let the spirit man take control, but the natural man is not very exciting. Because most of the time, the natural man that's in tune with the world on the outside is not too excited about going to God's theirs and dwelling there very long. Because he's got his own ideas and his own plans and his own purposes. Right? But if you listen to the spirit man on the inside, he is ready, willing, and able to just sit down and do nothing if necessary to stay there. But it's the outward man that's always comparing everything that we got around us. Well, this ain't as good as the last place. This ain't as good as I had it before. This ain't this. This is not this. This is not the other. Well, I don't see why I couldn't go over there. Look at so-and-so. They're better off than I am. And I'm down, down here. The thing about it is, if you're there where God said to go, relax. Quit pushing. Quit trying to make something happen. That's the matter with most people now. They're trying to make it happen. You can't make it happen. God does. If you have made your statement of faith, just relax, go on. You don't have to tell everybody it comes by. You see, there are a lot of people, the reason they keep making confessions of faith is because they're really trying to convince their self that they really believe it. If you're there where God said to be, you don't have to go around talking to everybody about it and tell them, now this is where God told me to be now. You don't have to tell it all the time. If you're there where God said to be, relax, forget about it. If you believe in God for this, that, or the other, relax. Because if God said that it was, it was yours, it belonged to you, then just relax. Well, I claim it in Jesus' name. Go, you ain't got to confess it 45,000 times a day. Come on now. Now, I'm not against confession either. I mean, there's a time and a place for it. But I think that we've got it all messed up and the devil has got us all going around in some rigmarole. 
until we just can't relax in the arms of God and dwell there in his presence. David served his generation by the will of God. It's, this is in, said over in Acts 13:36. He is inferring, inferring there in Acts, in so doing that he was there in God's will, his purpose, his blessing. If you look over there in Colossians, you'll find that Epaphras prayed that the saints might stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. In other words, what he's saying, that they might be there where God told them to be. That they might stay there where God wanted them to be. And then in John 17, 4, Jesus said to the Father, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Jesus was always there wherever God had told him to do, whatever God had told him to do, wherever God told him to go, he was there. Not here, but there. Yeah, but I like it here. No, there's where God said be. Yeah, but the economy is better here. But God said there. Yeah, but I like, uh, I like this town. Better anyway, it's just a suburb. I mean, I mean, there's not, but God said, go there to that town. That's what happens when, when God calls people to go sometimes. They get close, but they don't get there. <laughs> you get what I'm talking about? I mean, it's simple. It's so simple and it's profound. I want you to notice that there's a chinereth. There is a place for every one of us to be. Now it may be across the street, but it may be across the sea. And it may be across the back fence. But there is a place that God has for you that is you're there. And if you'll find it and get there, you'll find that the blessings will be poured out upon you and you don't have to worry about it. Yep, we sang the song. I'll go where you want me to go, dear Lord. But are we willing to stay where he wants us to stay <laughs> is the question. I mean, everybody's always singing about, I, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll say what you want me to say. Maybe he don't want you to say nothing. Are you willing to be quiet? <laughs> Maybe he don't want you to go nowhere. Are you willing to stay? Radio preacher got a letter from a young lady and she said, man, I could really do something for God if I lived, if, if I could move over to Pittsburgh. So, they looked into the story a little deeper and they found out that she wasn't willing to do the little things in her own home little town. Amen. She wouldn't have done nothing in Pittsburgh either. We got a lot of those Christians around. Amen. They're going to do it over here. You got to do it there before you can ever get over here because if you don't do it there where God told you, you might as well not go over here. 
because over here there's no purpose and there's no blessing. There's where the blessing is. There's where the purpose of God is. It may behoove us to look at the disciples for just a moment. In Matthew 28, 16, and realize that there is the place of divine appointment. In 28, 16, then the 11 disciples went away unto Galilee, unto the mountain where Jesus had appointed them. It's a place of divine appointment. There is. That's where God said go, and there is where the appointment is. For you that are coming here, that God said come to Ramah, then here is where the divine appointment is, not somewhere else. And you'll find out that it'll be very easy to leave if you're not careful. You'll find that it'll be very hard to stay there where God said go. There are many people that find it difficult to stay there where God puts them. Yeah, but I'm not doing nothing. I'm just sitting in this church filling a pew. Well, if that's where God puts you, then stay there and fill the pew till he moves you somewhere else. Yeah, but I'm supposed to teach such and such a class. Are you really? Or is that your own head talking? Come on, let's get down where we live now. We need to begin to realize that there is a place of God's power. Well, I've already demonstrated several times with Philip. And then if you go down here to the little woman, when he left the brook, he went down there to the widow. And you can sure see that there was plenty of power there. Because the meal didn't run out. Did it? But they just had one enough for one cake. But they kept baking cakes and baking cakes and baking cakes and baking cakes until the whole famine was over. And yet they only had enough for one cake. Well, let's go on here. Anywhere but there is where most people want to be. Because there is the hard place. There is the place that we have to face our insecurities. There is the place that we have to face our inabilities. There is the place that we have to face the overcoming circumstances. But when we're working with God, we're working with the greater one. But most of the time, we think in human channels. And we're facing the problems. And we're facing the inabilities. And we're facing the in, insignificancies in our own life. With our own selves. And God says, greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. If God sends us there, he don't expect us to take care of it. He expects himself to take care of the situation. Now, we don't know exactly what we have until we give it to the Lord. 
Did the little boy with the fishes and the loaves, did he really know what he had till he gave it to Jesus? To him, it was just a lunch. But when he wittingly gave it to Jesus, it fed 5,000 and they had 12 baskets left over from a little lunch. You don't know what you have until you give it to God and get there where he wants you. Then you'll find out what you really got. Oh, I know some of you don't think you don't have any ability and some of you think you got more ability than you really do. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Lynette's Bargain Bag, Activating Your Faith Package. The mini book, Faith Takes Back What the Devil's Stolen by Ken Hagan. The mini book, Blueprint for Building Strong Faith by Ken Hagan. The book, Speak to Your Mountain by Ken Hagan. The slimline book, The Real Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. The book, Exceedingly Growing Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. And the single CD, Words by Kenneth E. Hagan. These are being offered for a price of $19.95. Don't delay. Act right now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. For even faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. And registration for Rhema Bible Training College. Yes. Uh, go right, yeah, go right there to rbtc.org slash trendsetters. And uh, you, can, you can register online or you can request a DVD to be sent to you that tells you all about the school. Tomorrow, more from Ken Hagan on A Place Called There. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.